Welcome to Chip Chat Conversations in the Cloud, a weekly podcast with IT leaders who are driving the future of a software-defined infrastructure-based data center. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you might be. My name is Jake Smith, and thank you for joining us for Chip Chat Conversations in the Cloud. I'm joined today by Bob Ward, Principal Architect from Microsoft. Thanks for joining us today, Bob. Pleasure to be here, Jake. So, Bob, why don't you talk a little bit about your role at Microsoft and your history with the company and in the industry in general? Coming out of college, I did a lot of work with Unix systems and database programming, uh, products like Oracle and Ingress. So I've kind of been around for a while, C++ programming. And I joined Microsoft in 1993 specifically to do technical support for our SQL Server product, dating all the way back to SQL Server OS 2. I'm not even sure anybody knows what that is. I actually found in an office move recently the original diskettes that I was given when I joined the company for SQL OS 2.1.1. <laughs> so so I had this long career at Microsoft, my 25th year actually here. A couple of years ago, I had the pleasure of joining the SQL engineering team. I use that term loosely. We're technically called the Azure Data Services Organization within Microsoft. And specifically, I work for a group called the Database Systems Group. So we're kind of responsible for the development of all our SQL products. Join the engineering team as an architect, so I help shape things we're doing in the SQL Server releases that we put out. I also do a lot of evangelism. You'll probably see me at events and conferences and various other forums talking and speaking about SQL Server. Oh, that's fantastic. My first development system was a Unix system, too, so we have that in common. Talk to us a little bit about SQL 16 and SQL 17 in general. A lot of breakthroughs here that I'm not sure our listeners are aware of. 16 was a release where we really put power pack features and made this more than just a relational database engine. Certainly did things on performance space. We try to keep SQL Server as a very performant database. But if you think about features like always encrypted, it's a new way of doing security in a database environment where the data is always encrypted from the client all the way to the server and back. That was kind of a breakthrough thing for us in the security space, and we introduced that in SQL 16. I think about a feature like Query Store, where we now have built-in performance statistics of database queries inside the database itself with SQL 16. And then also you think about something really breakthrough in machine learning services. We started introducing the ability for data scientists to run R scripts natively within the database engine. So you could take your data science projects and run them commingled with SQL Server on the same machine. Tons of other things we did as well, but those are three things that kind of stand out about kind of a breakthrough release. While we're building the SQL 16, we knew and we had made an announcement that same year that we really wanted to put SQL Server on Linux. So SQL 17 was kind of cooking as we were releasing SQL 16. I mentioned our services in SQL 16. Well, in SQL 17, you can now do Python, very popular programming language, obviously. But the SQL Server on Linux is probably the big thing that comes out when you think about what's in the SQL 17 release itself. And then you mentioned SQL on Linux. You know, a lot of people have asked me as I started to present and talk about this topic. And we love Windows Server. SQL has had a great tradition running on that platform. And it's not the fact that we're going to drop or not invest in SQL on Windows, but we just wanted a choice, a choice for our customers. And that's why we went down this path is we wanted to say, hey, SQL Server is now a database platform with all these great features and services that you run the platform of your choice. If Windows Server is what you like, you run it there. If you would like to go down the Linux path, you know, we offer a great solution there. So that's kind of the journey we've taken on 16, 17, and on SQL Server on Linux. 
Well, it's really breakthrough, Bob. I think our listeners maybe don't understand how much Microsoft is embracing the Linux and open source community. You want to talk a little bit about that? Absolutely. If you think about our decision to make SQL Server on Linux, a lot of people were really shocked by this decision. But around this time frame, we were starting to see Linux as an open source platform make a major force in the industry. It was already happening. And we wanted to embrace that. You look at Azure, for example, as a cloud service. We offer Azure Virtual Machine, the ability to take your virtual machine and put it up in our cloud. Well, Linux was the hottest operating system that's installed in the Azure cloud that we were running around this 2015-16 timeframe. We could see easily customers were quickly embracing that as an operating system platform. So it just kind of made sense to us. If you think about even in our team, we're really big on tooling. We love ease of use. We love building tools that both developers and administrators can use SQL Server for. Well, any new tool we invest in now for SQL Server is immediately open source and immediately cross-platform. We introduced last year a tool called SQL Operations Studio, which is a GUI environment that allows you to develop databases, develop your schema, do queries against the SQL Server engine itself. The project out of the gate was immediately put on GitHub as an open source project. So people are allowed to commit within the community to this project. And it's also cross-platform. So that tool runs on Windows, it runs on Mac, and it runs on Linux. We came right after that, introduced a new command line interface to SQL Server called MSSQL-CLI, kind of a command line tool because people like command line in the Linux world. And that was automatically put on open source and cross-platform. So we think that open source is a great future for Microsoft and for the industry. And I think we've kind of demonstrated both things that you see in Azure and you see with our commitment to SQL on Linux and then with some of this tooling. One of the things that we just came out with, with Microsoft and particularly with your team, is Intel Select Solutions. And Intel Select Solutions are verified hardware and software stacks that we optimize for SQL workloads. So our Windows operating system team works very closely with you and your team to optimize across compute storage and network. And when we think about the developed experience that we have collectively between our team, led by Andy Vargas and your team, how does that really prepare customers in your mind to be able to take advantage of platform of choice? Yeah, Jake, thanks for asking. I mean, I've seen Intel Select Solutions before. And what I love about that opportunity for a customer if you're going to build a server for your enterprise and SQL is a core piece of the data platform for that, you know, perhaps you've got people in your team that are very knowledgeable in SQL Server. Maybe you don't have people in your team that are very knowledgeable about all the right configurations from the hardware and operating system perspective. So why should you go through the incredible pain of trying to figure out exactly how to configure, for example, your log drive for your transaction log? or optimize your network in a clustered environment, or even optimize how many cores should I be running? Which Intel cores should I be using? How much memory do I need? You know, and how should I configure that? You know, why not have experts from Intel who are really good at that, know how to work with Microsoft to optimize all those choices, and know how to do it in a way that takes advantage of SQL Server's engine, and then let the SQL Server folks focus on getting their database in there and their application deployed, and then actually taking the pre-configurations that we've worked with Intel on the SQL side of it, right, to make sure SQL's configured from the right perspective. Why not get a head start on your enterprise by using a solution like that versus all the pain that has to go through to do deployments? Because as you know, SQL Server is the kind of a product on a server that is going to maximize CPU, memory, and I.O. to the max to provide the best performance for their apps. So I love the partnership, and I love the ability for customers to get uh, solutions like this. How does SQL continue to scale and offer mission-critical high availability in these environments? Uh, one of the things we did in SQL 16 is take a look across our stack inside the core engine of the database itself and decide, have we really built the right features to scale with modern hardware? 
And in a way, if you take a look at some of the features we built in under the covers, I did this series called SQL 16, It Just Runs Faster. You can look it up. I got a blog series and a talk I did and everything. And inside there, we kind of pulled behind the scenes and showed you things we built into the database engine from ensuring that we scale across NUMA nodes to ensure that we take advantage of the latest security features inside Intel chips to make sure that we were scaling within our own code for parallel processing. We have this great feature called always on availability groups for high availability. And even in that piece of software, we noticed we were not scaling correctly with today's modern hardware, whether it's IO, whether it's CPU or memory. So a great example in SQL 16, which of course you get with 17, of us taking the core engine itself and ensure if you've got the best, greatest hardware like these Intel Select solutions, we want to scale to it. So 16 was kind of that great breakthrough release where we went through the core features of the database and did that. And then you mentioned about warehousing. I'm glad you brought that up. We have this feature that is so powerful called column store indexes. And anybody who's going to build like a data warehouse environment with SQL Server has got to take a look at column store indexes. Column store indexes provide this incredible ability using compression techniques and in-memory technologies to provide just incredible scalable performance for even the most, what sometimes people could, the rogue report queries somebody runs against a data warehouse. So, you know, column store index being another great feature that is available in 16 and 17 to provide that kind of functionality. You know, our customers and our listeners have to think about other things other than technology. You and I sometimes get caught up in it, but customers do have to worry about workload integrity and regulatory compliance. Can you talk a little bit about how SQL helps address that as well? Absolutely. We take any kind of type compliance extremely seriously. You look at GDPR, which is obviously a really big thought for the industry today. And, you know, companies look at GDPR and think it's just a European thing, and it's not. It could actually affect your organization if you have any type of business that might be involved in Europe. And so we've made a really, really big push. We, we produced a white paper even as late, early as last summer to talk to customers about what security features are built into SQL Server that allow you to be GDPR compliant. And it goes through, here's how you would use SQL Server and its security features to ensure you're compliant. And you're going to see this year us continue to make investments from a tooling perspective and other things we're doing with SQL Server to help people make that compliance a lot easier. Talk about where a virtualized infrastructure with SQL provides massive scale and performance gains. Because that is one thing that we're seeing in Select Solutions with SQL, that when we're in virtualized environments, the ROI and the total cost of ownership is outstanding. you got a couple of choices with SQL Server for consolidating. One is you could run multiple instances of SQL Server on your bare metal type server, or you could go to use virtual machines. And the virtual machines have such a higher advantage because you're allowed to isolate and contain these virtual machines and give them the right resources in a much easier way than you could with, say, multiple SQL instances on the same server, where these instances are not designed to talk to each other. Whereas hypervisors and all the software around hypervisors are built in a way that it's much easier to take a fairly large server and prop up multiple virtual machines, do failover, do high availability, and configure in a way that gives you the maximum performance. If you did multiple SQL instances on the one server, you would do all the management of that yourself. If you think about the cloud, now you've even got a better scenario, right? Because Microsoft, for example, and Azure is running all the cloud infrastructure behind the scenes. You just lift and shift your SQL Server database. And if you use one of our pre-configured templates, we just install SQL Server in a matter of like 10 minutes for you. Bring your database to the cloud. And now then you can use built-in Azure functionalities for high availability. And then what's really powerful about technology like Azure is that you can start scaling up your VMs or scaling them down just by choosing a different size or maybe you want to shut them down for a month because you're not using it for a month, that kind of type thing. So 
whether you're doing it in your cloud or in ours, you know, virtualization is a great technology, and we play really well in that ecosystem. That's fantastic. Thank you, Bob. I appreciate it. So uh, on behalf of Bob Ward, Principal Architect at Microsoft, my name is Jake Smith. This has been Chip Chat Conversations in the Cloud, and we wish you a good morning, good afternoon, or a good evening, wherever you may be listening to this broadcast. Yeah.